Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Starseed Radio Academy, empowering Starseed to better serve the planet. Welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. It's Tuesday, August 9th, 2016, and I'm your host, Arielle Taylor, with my co-hosts, Lavendar and Anastasia. Karma Ambassador Tar- Darlene Tipton, also known as Karma Dar, is co-creator with her husband, Ken Tipton, of AmazingKarma.com, a website and mobile app designed to help people reward acts of kindness, courtesy, and honesty, and expose acts of unkindness, discourtesy, and dishonesty. What goes around comes around, and the concept of paying it forward is the foundation of this innovative idea. A child abuse survivor, breast cancer victor, and five-time Jeopardy! champion, Darlene has a long career in radio, television, and film that includes working as a Hollywood studio executive and now as award-winning independent producer. We're happy to welcome Darlene tonight, and you can learn more about this multi-talented and impressive lady at AmazingKarma.com, and that's Karma, K-A-R-M-A, AmazingKarma.com. The August Harmonic Starseed Gathering in Arkansas will be August 19th through the 21st and is open to all starseeds. There are only a handful of days left to get one of the few spots available, so please email Tammy, that's T-A-M-M-I-E, at starseedhotline.com for more details. At the top of the show, it's Anastasia's Starseed News, bringing topics of interest to starseeds that you won't hear in the mainstream. We'd like to thank Tammy for hosting the switchboard this evening for any listeners that have a question or comment for Darlene. And if you'd like to chat with like-minded people, we have an online Starseed community at starseedhotline.ning.com, and it's a safe place to connect with other Starseeds, thanks to Tammy's dedication and help with our forum. You can download any show in our archives on iTunes or right from our Blog Talk Radio episode page using the cloud with an arrow icon. We'd appreciate your support of our show, and you can do that by clicking follow on our page here at Blog Talk, and you'll get our weekly show notices. The toll-free number for StarseedHotline.com is 888-881-0881. The Stage 1 Starseed confirmations are based on Lavendar's discovery of star markings and your natal astrological chart. And the Stage 2 session is a one-on-one phone session available with Lavendar, Anastasia, or myself. For those who need healing of any kind for yourself or your pets, Tammy's powerful remote sessions will help. If you have a birthday coming up, don't miss out on your 10 hours of power. You can find out when that happens by requesting your solar return timing. And then if you want a stage 2 interpretation of that chart, please order it at least 2 or 3 months ahead of time because we do have a waiting list. So first this evening, I would like to introduce Anastasia with her wonderful... Starseed News. Hey, Anastasia. <laughs> Hello, Ariel. Great to be with you tonight. Hello, Starseed listeners. It's time again for the news. The weeks fly by. We have a lot to talk about tonight. Well, first off, we have a Perside meteor outburst right now. The Perside meteor shower peaks this week, and it could be twice as good as usual. 
forecasters say the meteor rate could surge to 200 meteors per hour sometime Ooh. around the 11th and the 12th uh, of this month. That's a couple of days from now. So cool. if you get a chance, go out and check it out. And we have a spectacular solar prominence occurring right now. And this does come from spaceweather.com. I want to be sure and credit them. But they are telling us that there is an enormous filament of magnetism that's snaking over the sun's eastern limb. Now, this is a type of prominence commonly called a hedgerow prominence. It's hot, glowing plasma inside the structure that's held aloft by unstable solar magnetic fields. I've seen pictures of that on the net, and it is wild. Well, NASA and Japanese space telescopes have taken high-resolution images of similar prominences and seen some amazing things like tadpole-shaped plumes that float up from the base of the sun, narrow streams of plasma that descend from the top like waterfalls, and swirls and vortices that, resembles, uh, that resemble Van Gogh's starry night. So they're mm-hmm. saying if you've got a so- uh, solar telescope, you ought to take a look. I wonder if our, any Starseed listeners are into that. I wonder if any of them have telescopes or solar telescopes. I would really be interested in hearing from those of you that do that. I'm just wondering how many of our listeners are, are that much into it. But it is really worth looking at if you can, if you have a, a telescope to see that with. It's pretty amazing. Otherwise, get on the net and check out the images. Go to spaceweather.com, and you can see some pictures of it. Well, this is a very interesting story. Last fall, a little-known star called Tabby Star got intense uh, intense attention when astronomers said that its erratic flickering could be the result of an alien megastructure. Mm. Wow. Further observation has yielded no sign of aliens, so they say, but the subsequent dips in luminosity continue to defy explanation. It's caused quite the uproar. Now things have gotten just a bit weirder. In in a paper that was posted late last week, two astronomers described their results and findings uh, from a new photometric analysis of Tabby's star. Well, not only did the star's light output occasionally dip by up to 20%, its total stellar flux diminished continuously over the course of four years. Now, for the first 1,000 days of this study, Tabby Star decreased in luminosity by approximately uh, maybe a third of a percent per year. But for the next 200 days, the star continued to dim more rapidly. It continued to drop by 2% more before it finally leveled off. Well, overall, they say that Tabby Star faded enough during the four years that it was watched through a telescope. And they said it was an absolutely immense, inexplicable amount. In other words, stars don't dim out like that. Now, the astronomers looked at 500 other stars in the vicinity and saw nothing else like it. They were very surprised because the luminosity fluctuations were rapid and nonlinear. They spent a long time trying to convince themselves that this couldn't be real. Uh, Astronomers said they weren't able to. It is really happening, but they wonder why. They have no idea. These things do not occur in nature. So it's called Tabby's Star. It has an official uh, uh, name with numbers, which I didn't pass along to you tonight, but you can Google Tabby's Star to find out about that. Uh, A great mystery for scientists. They have no idea why it's acting like that or what it could be. Hmm. Not something that you see in nature. Well, DARPA is researching camera technology that can see around walls. 
and they're hoping to have that available for use in four years. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in case you're tired of uh, uh, trying to go around corners without seeing what's behind them, you won't have to worry about that anymore because uh, DARPA is coming up with this camera. And they say that um, they're doing this by a $4.4 million grant uh, enabling research to develop non-light-of-sight imaging, which will allow military people, police, and government people to see around corners of solid objects. Now, the technology was first demonstrated by Massachusetts Institute of Oops, I was saying, MIT <laughs> by an <laughs> MIT researcher in 2012. Now, how it works is it, it does this. It sends a pulse of a laser beam into a room, causing the beam to hit a ceiling or wall, scatters and bounces off the surfaces of objects. Now, some of the scattered information makes it back to the sensor, allowing for a computer to construct an accurate picture of what the room looks like. So there you go. You want to hide from somebody? Well, don't count on going around the corner in the near future because they're going to be able to find you. And the Air Force is, uh, come up with, has come up with a new technology. It's now trying to kill weeds with light beams instead of pesticides. Now, when we think of Air Force and military uh, gadgets, we tend to think of things like maybe bombs and bullets. But the Air Force is experimenting with a new tool for its arsenal, which I think is very interesting. But it is a, wob, uh, a wand that zaps a concentrated beam of light and heat. Now, they say they're doing this for insects, but mm. now the wand is called Nature Zap, and it targets, according to them, unwanted vegetation, also known as weeds, and Edwards Air Force Base in Southern California is testing this device as a way to remove weeds without the use of toxic herbicides. Now, this electric device uses a combination a combination of heat and high-energy blue light to kill the plant's leaves and roots. Now, treated plants, according to the people that make this, the manufacturer, uh, it will die in as little as three days. Uh, the manufacturer representative has said, we've had pretty good success rate. We get about a 70 to 80% dieback without any regrowth. Now, they say that Nature's app is particularly effective on ragweed, dandelions, and crabgrass, if people would only understand what a beautiful plant a dandelion is and is not a weed, people. But anyway, that's what they're aiming for to kill. Now, the light penetrates about two inches into the soil, so it only affects, they say, targeted weeds and not the good plants around them. We shall see. <clears throat> Interesting, but somewhat concerning, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Anyway... <laughs> Russian scientists, on the other hand, have developed a super molecule that can speed up human tissue regeneration. What do you know about that? Russian scientists have said that they've artificially produced a unique molecule that can rapidly regenerate damaged human tissue, boasting both antibacterial and antiviral defenses, as well as initiating stem cell growth. Now, it's a peptide called Acegram, and it was developed at a laboratory in the Russian city of Chelyabinsk. Now, the molecule is said to have a very strong regenerating effect due to its ability to attract healthy cells to injured, irritated areas in the human body. I really wish I could have found out more about this for the news story, but I am going to have to investigate that. It is not a natural molecule, artificially produced, 
doing this sort of stuff. So there it is. Well, on to our Earth Changes uh, portion of tonight's news. Um, a cluster of moderate earthquakes has rocked Northern California. This occurred starting late last Wednesday and Thursday. And uh, we started with a magnitude 4.5 earthquake that was recorded about 20 miles east of Janesville, near the Nevada border, according to the USGS. And within minutes, two more magnitude 4.4 quakes were reported around the same area in Lassen County. Now, the epicenters were about 45 miles north of Reno and 10 miles south of Honey Lake. And then that was all followed by another 3.4 tremor. Now, the shake map compiled by the USGS showed that the quakes were felt in Susanville and Reno. Those are my old stomping grounds. Any of you living out in that area feel that. And uh, we have had quite a bit of uh, earthquake activity in the Pacific Northwest, and a new analysis is suggesting that massive earthquakes on the northern sections of the Cascadia subduction zone could affect populated areas of the Pacific Northwest and are somewhat more frequent than anyone has previously believed. They say that the chance of one occurring within the next 50 years is also higher than previously estimated. Now, the findings are based on data that is, according to this article, far more detailed and comprehensive than anything that has been uh, accumulated prior to this. Uh, this study used measurements from 195 samples instead of only about a dozen such samples in past research. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're doing a great deal of study on these um, on the potential for megaquicks along the Pacific coast. Um, they're really putting a lot of effort into that. One wonders what all of that is about, but they certainly are really uh, focusing in on that, and they have been doing that for a number of months now, perhaps longer. Well, we've had uh, Tropical Storm Earl that uh, struck Veracruz, New Mexico, and six people died when they were buried in landslides caused by the intense rainfall from the Tropical Storm Earl. Uh, local authorities were continuing to monitor rising rivers and saturate, saturated soil that they felt could tr trigger additional landslides. There was a 4.8 magnitude earthquake that shook eastern Ukraine. Uh, it caused a port city residents uh, to have panic. Uh, some of the people believed that shaking was uh, caused by renewed shelling around the city bombing. Um, it was a 4.8, as I said, and uh, that was according to the USGS. I don't think there was any damage from that one. Uh, but in Macedonia, they had fierce storms that uh, uh, created uh, torrential rains and killed at least 15 people in Macedonia's capital of Skopje. Uh, they said that rain lasted for 16 hours. Uh, it was freak weather that included winds blowing at more than 70 miles per hour, resulting in flash floods and landslides and swept away automobiles. And a lot of volcanic activity is now beginning to kick up again across the planet. We have had three uh, volcanoes in Indonesia that have uh, disrupted some air flight in, uh, in Indonesia. Uh, Mount Rijani near Bali and the Sinabung volcano and Mount Gamalama have all erupted in just the past couple of days. No one's been injured. Uh, the three mountains are among about 130 active volcanoes in Indonesia. Did you all know that? 130 wow. active volcanoes. 
Now, this archipelago of 250 million people is prone to earthquakes and volcanoes because it does sit along the Pacific Ring of Fire, which, as you all know, is that string of faults along the Pacific Ocean, running through the Pacific Ocean. And in Cape Verde, um, and that's another archipelago, by, uh, by the way, in the Atlantic Ocean, 300 people have been evacuated for fear of a volcanic eruption after an earth tremor <clears throat> last week. There's uh, been low-intensity tremors there. <clears throat> Actually, authorities uh, evacuated people um, and are expecting to have uh, an eruption in the future, uh, but this is also after they... Um, uh, call them back home, and then they had to evacuate them again. In Utah, we have some wildfire activity going on. Uh, rural wild, wildfire near the Idaho border has torched, torched about 30 square miles, destroyed a few structures which were vacant. No one was hurt. They say that some farmhouses and other structures in the mountainous region of Utah are threatened. And we're still having wildfires across uh, other states. We right now have 27 wildfires currently burning out of control in the in the western U.S. They say that hot, dry temperatures are made the fire have made the firefighting conditions quite difficult. <clears throat> and in Macedonia, we have had uh, torrential floods and rains that have left a great number of people dead, uh, dozens injured or missing. They've had heavy rain, strong winds, and thunderstorms, which has struck over the weekend. And in Spain, there was a forest fire that's ongoing. They had to evacuate 500 more people. And uh, this is located on the Atlantic island of La Palma. It is a part of the uh, Canary Islands. Um, they say that it has already destroyed 10,000 acres of forest on this island, which is off the northwest coast of Africa. 10,000 acres of forest on an island is quite a bit of forest. It's kind of ironic. There is that island surrounded by ocean, and they're having a terrible forest fire. Mm. Uh, heavy rains dropped on uh, Metro Phoenix uh, Friday morning. I'm sure you probably all heard about that. That was kind of on the national news. And it flooded streets and freeways, and it put out power to about 17,000 households. So Phoenix had some water trouble. And uh, we have had, uh, hold on a second, my <laughs> my computer refreshed. Here we go. It does that every time I give the news. All right, here we go. Uh, new ch uh, there's been another volcano in Chile that has uh, erupted. It is in the bio-bio region of Chile, and actually um, what was happening when this volcano erupted was that skiers that were on the slope trying to ski uh, got caught not by a snowstorm and not by high winds or anything like that. They they got caught by a volcanic eruption. The article doesn't say anything more about it. I assume they weren't hurt. It didn't mention that. I'm sure they got out all right, uh, but they obviously had to get down from the mountain. The mountain is the Nevados de Chilon, and it started to billow smoke, ash, and gases while this group of skiers from a guide company were on the neighboring slopes trying to have a good time. Oh. Interesting. You know, you would wonder, maybe they weren't monitoring that volcano. Normally, um, they put out warnings, such as yellow alerts and such, if there's any threat. 
So I don't know whether, well, they said it was unexpected. The article said that it was unexpected, which is pretty unusual. They wouldn't have taken the skiers up on the slopes had there been any warning of it. So that truly was something that nobody expected, but there it is. Now, right now, so far this week, we have seen uh, the dangerous volcano in Mexico erupt. We've had three major volcanic eruptions in Indonesia, by the way, that just erupted within the space of 72 hours. And uh, according to Volcano Discovery, we have 25 volcanoes in areas that are considered to be in the ring of fire that have erupted recently or that are erupting. And uh, we're just having all kinds of volcanic activity. And one of the largest quakes um, has, that occurred near the Barabunga volcano in Iceland was 4.0. Now, that volcano had quit erupting, uh, but recently uh, tremors are reoccurring. Um, just in the last week or so. So there's been a lot of earthquake activity. Now, that was that major volcano in Iceland that stopped all that air traffic sometime back. Do you remember that, Ariel? Yeah. Uh-huh. That was a year or so ago. Well, it finally quieted down, and now they are saying that maybe it's going to erupt again uh, because of all of the activity that's occurring. So anyway, just lots and lots of active volcanoes going on right now. And uh, who would have thunk it? New Orleans had a tornado. The National Weather Service confirmed an EFO tornado, or zero, touchdown in New Orleans Thursday. Uh, the tornado had winds of 80 miles an hour, and the area of damage was, they say, about a half a mile in length. In, in New Orleans, of all things. Wow. And you probably all heard about Delta Airlines, but I'm going to talk to you about it again tonight, in case any of you are out there traveling. Delta Airlines grounded all its flights worldwide yesterday because of a computer breakdown. It lifted the order hours afterwards uh, while warning of further cancellations and delays. They claimed that the problem was caused by a computer uh, that was affected by a power outage at its hub in Atlanta. Well, that stoppage left tens of thousands of passengers around the world stranded. They say that flights will now resume on a limited basis, but they say the ripple effect will drag on. They say customers heading to the airport should expect delays and cancellations. I was talking with someone about that, and we were pretty amazed that a major air carrier with all that responsibility wouldn't have a backup system and some way of protecting itself against a power outage. Wow. Well, I guess maybe, yeah, maybe that's just a little bit too expensive for them. I don't know. And out of Pittsburgh, our last story for tonight, we have a reporting of a sighting, UFO sighting, a, myri- a mysterious object spotted in the skies over Pittsburgh caused quite a stir last Thursday. People reported seeing a shiny silver object in the sky. And um, it was mostly spotted by people that were west of the downtown area. Anybody up there saw that? I'd like to hear from you. Witnesses say that they were looking up into the northern sky and saw what looked like a bright silver object. When they put a telescope on it, it looked like it was catching light as it moved from east to west. And they reported that under a telescope, and I'm wondering if they meant binoculars. A lot of people use binoculars and not telescopes. But reportedly that when they put a magnification on it, it appeared to be clear, which implies that it was transparent. Interesting. 
looked silver, and then at magnification it looked transparent. They say it stood out because it was before dusk and the stars weren't out yet. And so they said it was something very much out of the ordinary. Uh, Local law enforcement and news agencies got calls from people regarding this. So anyway, they might find that on some UFO reporting sites, and maybe there's more to be discovered about that. But there it is. Well, our quote for tonight is from Terrence McKenna, who knew all about altered states of consciousness. And uh, he said, quote, It's no great accomplishment to hear a voice in the head. The accomplishment is to make sure that it's telling you the truth. <laughs> that's yeah. it for yeah, yeah. And you that's know that's a good one. very that's that's true, absolutely true. All right, it's gonna be a great show tonight, Ariel. I'm looking forward to it. We will As get back we. together with you all again next week when we do the Star Seed News one more time. Well, thanks so much, Anastasia, for bringing us the Starseed News. And I love that quote. I'll have to ponder that for a while. <laughs> so thanks so much. Well, right now, let me uh, get Lavendar's mic open. And uh, Darlene Tipton is with us. Let me get your mic open. Hello, Darlene. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Lavendar is going to kick it off for us. So, uh, Lavendar, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm here. Hello, okay, Darlene. Take it away. I received Hi. in the mail your beautiful karma cards, and I'm 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 really interested in, in knowing how people are taking to these cards. One of them says, "Let me just read this. Congratulations! You have earned one karma point for performing an act of kindness, courtesy, or honesty. Register this card at AmazingKarma.com to generate, track, and map your karma points." Then pass this card to someone else. You and everyone else who registers this card in the past will receive unlimited karma points as long as it continues to be registered. Your karma points are redeemable as karma cash for donations to a 501c3 charities or for any gift card on the planet. This is wonderful. So tell us, how did this all come about for you? Well, this is actually based on a game we played with our kids when they were growing up to try and teach them right from wrong. If you do a good thing, a kindness, particularly for a stranger, the universe will credit you one karma point. If you're a jerk to your sister, the universe is going to debit you one karma point. So um, my husband and I were going for lunch at one of our favorite restaurants, and we circled the parking lot four times looking for a parking space, a few, this was a few years ago, and just laughingly he said, why don't we each cash in 50 karma points for a parking space? Well, I laughed. I said, sure, why not? I am not kidding you. It was a gloomy June day in Southern California. The clouds parted. A ray of sunshine came down, and right in front of the big chicken in front of the restaurant, there was a parking space. So we got out, we laughed, we had our lunch, and we spent that lunch scribbling on napkins saying, what can we do with this idea? And that was the genesis of the Karma Cards and the AmazingKarma.com website. Well, the other card that you have here says, throw away at your own karmic risk. Uh Uh-oh, you received this Karma Card for performing an act of unkindness, discourtesy, or dishonesty. (laughs) Tell, Tell us how this came about. Well, as I said, the universe does tend to pay back. 
So we're all human. But the idea is that if you take responsibility for your actions, you own your actions, you make amends, you move ahead, then you will still be granted positivity. So what happens? Say um, you're the person who parks diagonally across three handicapped parking spaces. You may well come out to your car to find that I have slipped a red karma card under your windshield wiper. Now, if you look at that and you say, yep, I really was a jerk today, and you take it to our website and register it, that means, yeah, you're taking responsibility for your actions. And when you register that card, you will get a positive karma point for doing the right thing. Then you can you can hand it off to the next person you see being a jerk. <laughs> Right. And okay. Well, so there's, uh, most there's of our no audience. Debiting, there's no debiting of karma points in this system. It's all positive. It's about doing and recognizing good and owning and taking responsibility for your own actions. And I think that's what most people need to be doing these days is taking responsibility for their own actions. I I noticed that, um, that you have talked a little bit about um, the way that you – put together a film about your husband. Tell us a little bit about how that came about. Well, um, my husband was the very first person to open a video store in St. Louis, Missouri, back oh, almost 30 years ago now. Oh, it's almost 40 years ago now. He just corrected me. Um, and after kind of a rocky start, suddenly it exploded, grew to a chain. He was wealthy, and his family were living the American dream. Uh, there were a bunch of, they called themselves Christians, but they were absolutely the antithesis of Christians um, who put a lot of pressure on people in St. Louis to behave the way they want them to behave. There was a movie that came out called The Last Temptation of Christ uh, yeah. by Martin Scorsese, a major film from a major studio. Well, these people did not want the video stores to carry it. And Ken's reaction was, um, people have a right to decide for themselves what they want to watch and what they don't. So these people who ironically were from the National Federation for Decency started ticketing his stores, vandalizing his equipment. His children got death threats. This is decent. And he was, as I said, he was the only, uh, his were the only stores in St. Louis to carry it. Well, through a series of blackmailings and pressures, Ken was arrested on trumped-up uh, racketeering charges. All of his materials were confiscated. He went through two very long, very expensive trials, which he won, but he lost everything. He lost his business. He lost his stores. He lost his family. He nearly lost his life. Wow. Well, that's a heck of a story. I think you'll agree. And he came out to Los Angeles to try and get this made into a movie. He was working as a character actor, and during the uh, commercial actor strike of 2000, he had to take a job as a limousine driver so he could continue to eat and pay rent. Um, he pitched this idea to an A-list celebrity who promptly had him fired. Well... I read about this whole thing on a um, website called filmthreat.com, and I was so incensed by this whole procedure, and it also included the backstory, 
that I got in contact with him. And first thing, he hands me a script. I think, well, here's the end of a promising relationship. But I read it, and I have read thousands of really bad scripts over the last 40 years. This one was excellent. So I signed on as producer and bought his life, the rights to his life. I own my husband's life story. He does not. And uh, after a long series of financing ups and downs, we finally got it made, and it went on to win more Best Feature Film Awards on the independent film circuit than any other film ever. And the name of it is Heart of the Beholder? That's right, Heart of the Beholder, and it's available streaming on Netflix and Amazon and a few other platforms. That's great. That is great. Now, what year did this all take place, this movie coming out? What year was it? Well, the movie came out in 2005. Uh, the events took place in the late 19, um, 1980s and early 1990s. And oh, oh, just one point of interest, if your uh, listeners are aware of the current film scene in Los Angeles, we cast this wonderful little actress in our film. She was seven years old, an incredible talent, just blew our socks off. This was the first movie for Chloe Grace Moretz, who is now all over making all kinds of movies, and she's really a hot young star, and she's I just marvelous. I don't, I don't think I know her. I, that name does, is not, doesn't ring a bell. What else has she been in? Oh, my gosh. She's been in Hugo and the Amityville Horror and Kick-Ass and Carrie, the remake of Carrie. She starred in that. Um, she's... She's going to be in The Little Mermaid, the, the live-action version. She's just everywhere, and she's such a sweetheart and just a wonderful talent. I understand that you're working on another film now. Uh, wh what, is, what is it about? Well, that's about ageism in Hollywood, since I was actually a victim of that myself. There uh, is a group here in Hollywood of people who contributed to the motion picture or television industry for years doing excellent work until suddenly they got to be about 54 or 55 and this excellent work was suddenly not excellent and they were dismissed for one reason or another. The group is called Survive 55. Uh, at my workplace they tried to terminate my contract so I wouldn't survive 55 where they'd have to vest me in additional benefits. But the president of my company came to my aid and told my boss, you cannot fire her. So I was on the radar for quite some time after that. And then two years ago, I was attempting to put together a charitable endeavor to help the families of Malaysia Flight 370. And I inadvertently used my work email address to send out uh, one email. Technically, it's a violation. Nobody ever gets dinged on it. I did. They fired me. Oh, no. And I, oh, yes, and I sued them for wrongful termination and used the proceeds to set up the AmazingKarma.com website. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So I know that you've had a lot of past struggles with your lives. and uh, Tell us a little bit about what you've encountered through the years with greed, dishonesty, and abuse of power by others. Oh, Lord. Uh, well, Abuse of power, I think, starts with uh, abusive parents, which I had. I, I hit the jackpot. Most uh, children in abusive families only have one abusive parent. I got lucky. I had two. 
and uh, my younger brother actually died from child abuse. That was one. Um, I've, I've had, you know, the, the bosses who take credit for the work, and I've been in a situation where I was the first female supervisor at this uh, videotape library at uh, one of the networks. And the men, one of them quit, one of them didn't speak to me for a year. Um, all was forgiven when I got their jobs upgraded, new facilities built, and uh, raises. But uh, it's, it's just part of being alive. Everybody struggles. You just have different struggles. So <clears throat> with these cards, tell, tell us a little bit more about the feedback that you're getting from people that are that are getting these cards. And I noticed on the website that you're offering them for free. Is that right? Yes, it is. Right now, until we give away a half million cards, we're offering them absolutely free. And I don't mean free plus shipping and handling. I mean free, no cost, no money. We're picking up the shipping ourselves. Um, we just want the cards to get out there. And people are really delighted with them. A lot of people's first impression is, oh, I need a lot of the red cards because I know a lot of people who need this. But really, you find yourself passing out the green karma cards more often to people who – just small things. Somebody takes a cart back at the supermarket. Your waitress did a good job. Um, we're an isolationist society now. When you see somebody doing something nice – you smile, but you don't go recognize that they did that good thing. This is a way of recognizing people, catching people doing good things. You feel good, they feel good, and the karma just spreads. It encourages people to look for the good, and that's that's really what we're all about. Right. Well, I I do believe in passing it for uh, passing it forward. You know, when I when I go on a road trip and I have to go through. Um, the uh, toll booth, I will usually, if there's someone behind me, I'll say, I'm paying for that person behind me, tell them to pass it on. And and so this happens quite regularly for me to do this. But on one particular trip, I started this on a Friday, and when I came back on Sunday, it was still going. Wow. <laughs> I was so thrilled to see that all that time that people had just kept it up. And that made me feel really good. That's wonderful. It's just a perfect example of how giving the ball a little push gets it rolling downhill faster and faster and faster. The more good you put into the world, the more comes back to you. So what kind of feedback are you getting? Are you getting lots of people um, commenting about their experiences with these cards? Uh, we're starting slow right now. I keep I hear a lot of good things. People are ordering the cards almost faster than we can ship them. Oh, that was something I wanted to say. If any of your listeners sign up on our website, and it's all, as you said, completely free, instead of the 40 cards we normally send them, if they mention they heard it on this uh, program, I'll send them 60 cards. Uh, people's reaction is really, really quite positive. And even people on the receiving end, it's very, very positive. People look at it and they say, gee, this is really cool. We have had a few encounters with people who have earned a red card, but they've all turned out positive in the end, too, because this is really a fairly non-confrontational way. You just have to approach people politely and kindly and not go, here, jerk. <laughs> but, well, I wanted uh, to ask you, when you find somebody that is acting jerky, do you hand it to them in person or do you leave it anonymously? 
Uh, you have to assess that situation yourself. Um, I, I can give you a relatively quick story about somebody we gave a red karma card to. Uh, my husband and I were going to lunch again at a restaurant, and we saw this beautiful car, this yellow Ferrari, and it was parked across two and a half parking spaces. And my husband was just as nice as he could be. He walked up to the gentleman and said, what a beautiful car it was, and and why were you parked across two and a half parking spaces? Oh, it was a brand new car. It's very expensive. I didn't want to get scratched. Well, my husband politely pointed out that there were plenty of very nice wide parking spaces further back in the lot with nobody around them. And he said, well, uh, whatever, I don't want to. So my husband very politely said, I'm sorry, sir. I'm going to have to give you a red karma card. And the gentleman looks, gentleman looks at it for a minute, and now I'll clean this up. And he reads it, and it say, he says, um, screw karma, flings the card away, and drives off. Okay, <laughs> fine, shrug. We go in, we're having our lunch, and we see this unmistakable car drive back. Now, this time, it parks very neatly in one of the wide spaces in the back, and this guy is on his hands and knees, crawling around the parking lot, looking for that red karma car card and oh we started laughing but it also was a little treacherous because if somebody he was halfway under a car he could have gotten his legs run over while he was looking for that karma card so did did he come in and find you or or is that the end of it well no he found he didn't come in and find us but he found the card walked very quietly back to his car and drove off very politely (laughs) <laughs> and he did he did end up registering that card. <laughs> so he has made his amends and taken responsibility for his actions, and he can now move ahead. So tell me more about these karma points and how they earned on both kinds of cards. Uh, karma points are earned any time. When you sign up for an account, we will give you a certain amount of karma points. Then every time the card, each card has an individual code, every time a card is registered, that generates a karma point. So I've registered a card, so I get a karma point. I pass it to you and you register it, you get a karma point, and so do I. When you pass it to the third person, we all get points, and it continues to increase geometrically. And when a certain level was reached, either you can ask us and we will redeem it for you for any gift card from any retailer on the planet who offers them, or we're out. We're really encouraging people to use those points, and we will donate money in your name to any registered charity. Oh, I love this idea. This is very, very clean and very clever. Very clever. I love it. I well, we love just it. want a little more good in the world than there is tomorrow than there is today. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So growing up, did you uh, feel like that you were born into the wrong family or that you were adopted? Did that ever happen for you? Well, I sort of wished that was the case, but I looked too much like each of my parents for that to be a realistic possibility. Um, Karmically, yeah, I should have been born into an appreciative family. Um, I come from a very low socioeconomic background, where my relatives still tell me how lucky I was that my parents let me go to high school. Uh, And they can't quite fathom why I went to college or continue to 
get schooling after college that's just incomprehensible to them. So that's that's just a segment of the population, and you can rise above anything if you work hard enough at it. Right. So when you were growing up, did you have any angelic experiences or any ET encounters through your life? No, I, I can't honestly say that I have. Um, it was just a determination to get out, move on, and become something. So you said that you've been in the film industry uh, for some years. So do you also write scripts or produce them? What What do you actually do with the films now? What is your uh, right Right now I'm, I'm a producer. Um, I'm one of those people, I cannot write a script. I'm really good at editing and rewriting scripts but generating the original idea and putting it on paper is not my talent. Mine is assembling the best team possible and shepherding them through the wonderful creative process. Don't you, don't you find that a lot more independent films are coming out with really positive messages, more so than, than some of the films that we see coming out of Hollywood? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Hollywood is all run by 30-somethings who are afraid of an original idea, which is why you see so many films based on the comic books they read or reboots of films that should never have been remade. Uh, there are almost no original ideas coming out of the Hollywood machine. They are all coming, virtually all coming from independent sources who don't have to answer to um, corporate overlords. You know, I had an experience several years ago. A lady brought me a, a, a screen a play, and it was written very, very well, and it was the story of the Cherokee Indians in Trail of Tears. And mm. uh, she wanted me to help put it together funding-wise. I want you to know that what we found out later was there was a group in Hollywood of about 50 men that, not 50 men, I'm sorry, 50 projects, that were to always be canceled if they ever came up. There was a group of men that were in charge of these movies. And so Trail of Tears was one of them because it would make Andrew Jackson and that family look very bad, okay? So when we heard about this, I said, oh, surely that can't be. Well, sure enough, when these people died, all these people have died now that were in charge of this list. And so now I think Trail of Tears and some of the other movies that were on the list are going to be made. Had, had you heard that, anything about that? That's absolutely 100% true. I can verify that. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, it's time for Trail of Tears to be coming to, to the theater. It's time. It's time that we have the real true story of that. And, I, and I'm hoping that the lady that wrote it, I hope she hasn't given up and maybe she'll come back and, and try to get it made. Oh, never give up. It. It can take 20 to 25 years to get a good film made. Um, Forrest Gump took almost 20 years to get made. Really? Really. Wow. So and then have once you it was made, they the, didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> to the Robert Redford uh, um, film studio, uh, not studio, his, uh, his place in Utah, have you visited it? Do you know about it? Uh, Sundance, yeah, we were actually there twice. We were not entered into the film festival. We were at a corollary film festival, and we were making the rounds, um, showing our film to people who were there. We got the um, reputation as the hottest film at Sundance that wasn't at Sundance. But sadly, 
Sundance is not the film festival that Robert Redford started. He started it to really be a place for independent films, and now it's a Hollywood marketing tool more than anything, I'm oh, sorry goodness. to say. All right, so sorry to hear about that. Yeah. So, Darlene, um, tell us more about things that interest you spiritually, things that you like to get involved in. Are you involved in the environmental movement with water and air and those kind of things and maybe electric cars? (laughs) Well, uh, both of our cars are hybrids, I can tell you that. And, uh, well, one of the things that really concerns me, being in Southern California and, of course, listening to your news, uh, we're very concerned out here about earthquakes. I've, I've lived out here for 40 years. I've been through two big earthquakes. And we are now three years overdue for the next big one. So that's something that is always on our mind. We, you know, you can be as prepared as you can, but nothing really prepares you for the feeling of being inside a Christmas present being shaken by a four-year-old, which is my experience in earthquakes, being lifted off my feet. And it's... It's terrifying, but it's real, and there's not a lot I can do about it except prepare myself, my home physically and myself emotionally. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. So um, give us some more information about things that would uh, interest our listeners about these karma cards. Well, we've also found that uh, it's they're great to use with children. Children as young as four understand the concept of the cards. Now, for legal reasons, you do have to be 13 to register on our website, but there's no reason parents can't use them at home to help train their children and offer um, rewards or some bonus for achieving a certain amount of karma points. Anybody can use them anytime, anywhere, and I think you will, your listeners will find themselves giving out many, many, many more green cards than they possibly imagine. Because once you start looking for good, you find it. It's a question of building that habit of looking for goodness and kindness. It's all around you. You just don't, you either don't notice it, or you don't want to get involved, or you just don't take the time to acknowledge it. That, I think, is the, is the true gift and strength of having karma cards in your hand. You can always acknowledge good when you find it. Well, you sent me four, four, four decks of them, but only two decks of the red ones. So <laughs> I noticed that I'm going to have more congratulations on hand than, than, than pointing my finger. <laughs> we, we kind of want to encourage that ratio, Um there sh- there should be more good recognized because when you recognize good, you encourage the next good act. That's right. Uh, you'll find uses for both sets, I guarantee you, but I'm sure you will find yourself handing out the green ones and the looks on people's faces when they realize what they are, it, they just light up because you've recognized them as being a good, kind, decent, honest person. And we just don't get that kind of recognition in everyday life. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be visiting a hospital when I leave the show tonight, so I'm going to take some of these cards with me. <laughs> Great. Because some of the nurses that I know of, they they probably need a green card. I'll take some red ones <laughs> if I find somebody that's not doing their job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a hospital would be a perfect place to distribute because 
Lord yeah. knows where where would we be without modern medicine? A number of us would not be talking or listening right now. That's true. That's true. Well, I certainly enjoyed uh, talking with you, and and I would like to pass you over to my co-host Ariel, and she has the switchboard. And if you'd be available to maybe answering some questions from some of our callers, would you be able to do that now? I'd be delighted. Okay, so Arielle, back to you. Okay. This is just the coolest idea I think I've ever heard in really taking an active part because you're so right. When you look for good, you're going to find it. And, um, I mean, so many people are are focused on all the things that bug them, and and it just kind of sends your energy in the wrong direction. So, the, I mean, the the universal principles of paying it forward, and it just brings it all into play. And I would like to um, direct people uh, to go to your website, AmazingKarma.com, and on there there's a, a video. I, I think the, the thumbnail is a... Um, it says explanation, and there's a Volkswagen, and, and I think you standing next to it. Um, I watched that, and it really gives you the visual on on how this kind of um, spider webs and spreads uh, across the country. And when you think about, you know, something that you did in your hometown, and you can track your the registration number on the card and see how how it multiplies. It's like it's like like um, exponentially, that that video is 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 a it's short and it's really cool to watch. So everybody, go to amazingkarma.com and check out that video and and everything else that's on the site. And um, so you've only you've only you, I think I I heard you say um, earlier that this was like five or six years in the design and you've only launched it just a few months ago. Uh, in the current version, yes, we had a small version open a couple of years ago, but uh, we decided to pull it back and retool it and make it exactly what we wanted. Because one of the things we wanted was that card tracking system. It is so much fun to come back to the website day after day, and the card that I gave you tomorrow, you might give to somebody who's getting on a plane to go to France. And then it goes to somebody who's going to Egypt, and then it comes back to somebody in Hawaii. It's just so much fun to watch how far good can travel. Uh, I mean, to to put it in a in a visual, a finite, you know, tangible uh, system like this, it's just brilliant, Darlene. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. Um, and especially, you know, listening to, um, you know, the difficulties you had growing up and, and how you just didn't let that stop you. Um, I mean, your, your life story ought to be a movie as well to inspire <laughs> other people. And, um, I mean, you know, um, victorious over breast cancer. And, and was that before or after um, your five-time Jeopardy championship? That was after. That was after Jeopardy and before being fired. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. So, I mean, you just really have uh, so many things. As I was, I was reading your extended bio, um, the things that you've accomplished, the, the, you know, the TV shows that you've worked on that everybody knows, and you're just like, you know, this behind-the-scenes, um, you know, Wizard of Oz 
<laughs> doing a good job everywhere you go. And you know that that in itself um, is is so commendable, and sets a good example. So coming up with this amazing karma just seems like a a uh, uh, the cherry on top of everything. Well, I can't write my life story just yet because I may be in the third act, but I figured the third act will run 30 years, and then I'll need at least a decade for curtain calls. So <laughs> got a lot to do yet, a lot. Oh, you know, and, and um, I mean, your advocacy for uh, for seniors, people over 50, 55, um, you know, there are a lot of our, our starseed community who are waking up, um, you know, later in life and wanting to do something um, that will benefit the civilization, the planet, the people around them, raising the frequency of of the consciousness on the planet. We have a lot of people that are that are over 50, and we have a lot of people that are in their 30s, um, and even people that are teens and 20s. Uh, but the there's a, a common thread, and it is this, this pressing feeling of urgency that we need to make a positive contribution. And I, and I, I feel that, I mean, just intuitively that um, you're part of our community in that level of consciousness. Well, thank you. Thank you very yes. much. Yes. Um, so, I mean, at this time, if, you are, um, if you've already called in to our switchboard and you're listening, if you have a question or comment for Darlene, you'll need to press 1 on your keypad so that we know that you do have a question. And if you're listening on the computer, then uh, you need to dial in to 917-889-8292, and then once you're in, press 1. And um, that process may take a, a, a few minutes here. So uh, is there any other area that you would like to talk about? We have a very, um, as I said, a very conscious and um, spiritually uplifted listening audience, so you don't have to... Um, worry about saying something that people might think you're weird because we're all weird here <laughs> i hope so i hope so ordinary is boring well the yeah. only thing i would say is never be afraid to try that next thing you have to be indiana jones putting your foot out over the chasm and if you believe the bridge is there the bridge is there otherwise you're going to stay on one side of that that chasm and you're never going to know what's on the other side and if you fall, you're going to have a lovely view on the way down. <laughs> well, it does it does take a, a leap of faith uh, a lot of times, especially um, as as you have experienced when when people try to dress you up in clothing that they made and they want uh-huh. you to wear it. Mm-hmm. You yes. Know, and yes. Uh, um, you know our our listeners are. Uh, are, they don't go for that either, and just you know, don't be afraid to um, to wear your own your own style and and go out there and pass around some karma cards. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, oh, love it. Yeah, we had it. We had another uh, a guest on our show, um, Maureen Saint Germain, and one of her sayings that just has always stuck with me is that. What other people think of me is none of my business. Oh, I like so, that. I'm going to steal that. 
<laughs> feel free. Maureen would be happy. And just you know, spread it around. And I mean, I think of that all the time because so many people are so concerned with fitting in, and and our audience will not fit in. Um, they they don't want to. They can't, and they're not supposed to. You know, you have to you know, walk your own walk. And uh, yeah, and if other people have problems or judgment about that. That's going on their permanent record, you know, you know judging, <laughs> judging, judging others. Um, there's some, that's the thing that they're going to have to own and deal with. Um, and maybe they need a red card. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Years and years ago, someone gave me as a, as a Christmas kind of novelty present this, this, um, citation pad looks like a policeman's you know ticket book and it was a karmic citation and it had a bunch of places where you could check off what the offense was um and it was you know all tongue-in-cheek but i thought this is now this you know amazingkarma.com is taking this to the level where that needs to be and um and rewarding the good acknowledging the good and you know I know for myself, you know, when when you start feeling, um, you know, self-doubt or or irritation or just, you know, not in a, a really happy mood, the best way to transmute that is to do something for someone else that they weren't expecting. And before you know it, you're starting to feel really good about yourself. That's exactly right. Yeah, so empowering others is the best way to empower yourself and and to take a step up. And that's really what we're all about, helping people take that next step up. And then once you're comfortable there, then you got to take another step up because you can't you can't stay in one place. It has to be that upward spiral. And you just keep going up and up and up and there really is no end to it. And each step is not going to be comfortable, but as long as there's something to reach for, reach for, you keep moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. So um, let's see. What else can we talk about? We're, I'm, I'm still waiting. If anyone wants to ask a question, um, you're going to need to call well, 917-889-8292. And then once you're in, press 1. Um, but you can just go to Darlene and Ken's website, amazingkarma.com. And I'm sure, I mean, all the information, everything you need to know is right there. And in, is there a place when you order cards that they can say, I heard you on Starseed Radio? Well, even if they just post it on, their welcome, on, on the welcome page, I'll see it and I will take care of it myself. Oh, there is one thing uh, your listeners might be interested in. Uh, sometime and in the next month or so, we have an ebook coming out called Karma Sense, How to Increase Your Personal Karma Quotient and Enhance Your Quality of Life. It's quite a mouthful of a title. <laughs> and it's, it's over 100 very small, simple, everyday ways, that everyday actions you can take to increase not just your karma, but the karma in the world. Well, that's wonderful. Wonderful. That, Can you give will, us some examples? Uh, well, just something as simple as if you're in the park, even if you don't have a dog, 
take along a couple of plastic bags and pick up some doggy doo. It's a good thing to do. It's good for the environment. It's, it's good for everybody, and you're doing something kind. And there's a, and there's a good feeling that comes along with that, you know. I mean, I I pick up litter and you know do things that that um, just seem like simple things, but you're mm-hmm. quite right. You're quite right because it's the it's the conscious decision to do something for the good of the planet, for the good of the people, and I think if it's just a simple thing like keeping the park clean. And the energy is still the same, you know, whether you cleaned up everybody. That's right. That's right. And, you know, each one of us in our own little microcosm of of neighborhood and and people that we interact with, um, just doing those tiny little things, when it starts to uh, spread, all those little things will add up. And there can be a very powerful shift um, and you know, and this is kind of this is in alignment with bringing the divine feminine um, back to full bo- full bloom on the planet, because the, the ways of the feminine are coming from the heart, and um, you know, thinking of other people, the 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 gentility and the compassion and all of those things of the divine feminine, and this is completely in alignment with that. Agreed. And it's, yes, it's not absolutely. just yeah, not just about women. It's it's about those qualities in both genders. And those are the qualities that we really want to seek out, acknowledge, encourage. And karma cards are a very good way to do that. That's well, just excellent. You know, I mean, just telling somebody you look nice today. You know, just. It makes you feel good. It makes them feel good. And uh, before you know it, somebody will be saying that to you. So it, it does come back around out of, without a doubt. And, you know, I think that um, when you put an energy out that's got that real positive spin on it, by the time it gets back to you, it's bigger. It's stronger. You're, that's right. That's how it works. And it can be as, as small a thing as uh, the other day I was – in a in a store, and there's this woman with just this lovely, lovely hair. And I just smiled at her, and I just said, you have the most beautiful hair I've ever seen. That was the extent of the conversation, but she lit up inside. And think how good that made her feel. And all I did was vocalize what I was thinking. So why not put that little bit of good out there? Yeah, and, you know, you have you never, never know what is going on in their personal lives and they may just be you know looking like an ordinary person standing at a at a at a counter in a, a department store but they might be you know ready to burst into tears uh from exactly. some trauma or stress that they have and just a, a kind word an acknowledgement or, or or a compliment of some kind of it's sincere of course that can help to transmute so much of that and 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 then that hopefulness can snowball, like you said. Once it starts rolling, um, I just I just love this. I absolutely love this. It's a great idea, and and you've actually got got a a, a 3D system to bring attention to it. And it's like a game, 
with with a, a really strong, positive, lasting result. Well, we we hope that these cards will be traveling around the world for years. That's why we made them the way we did. They're very sturdy. They're the size, shape, and weight of a credit card. So they're not going to fray or bend. They're meant to travel around the world spreading good. And they can travel as far as you want to send the good around to, to, to everybody. Right. And then you go on the website and you can track your the registration code that's that's on that card and and see the results and that is so wonderful you know m- most of the time you know if you if you tell somebody they've got beautiful hair uh and you don't give them a card then then that's the end of it that was a one you know a one shot kindness that didn't get a chance to multiply so i mean the fact that you can you can have that um, expand and spread and travel and then track it on your website. That is just the coolest thing. It's absolutely brilliant, Darlene. I love it. Well, we have uh, more plans for the future. Um, coming up, there will be a, a space where you can post your own karmic videos and stories. We have a, an amazing karma theme song that you can hear here on the website, or at least part of it. And we're going to encourage people to put their own lyrics to it. Um, A few years ago, right after it was written, we actually wrote and recorded another version. Um, Instead of It's Amazing Karma, it was We Need a New Congress. And that was very funny. And I'd love to retool that, but uh, we don't quite have time before the election this year. Oh, I'm informed it's in work. Sorry, it is in work, so it will be out before the election. And we are also... Um, putting together a Karma Clap and Karma Slap Award for individuals or organizations who either do something remarkably wonderful or remarkably not. Um, One organization I think certainly would deserve a Karma Clap Award is the group that cares for the pets of people who are, are in the military and deployed overseas. That's a really good thing to do. The first Karma Clap, the Slap Award, rather, it's the first Karma Slap Award, probably will go to Congress, but uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> Maybe Wall Street. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, there. I mean, there are there are plenty of organizations to choose from if you're looking for a a a, a, a contestant for the Karma Slap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the chemical companies. Uh, I mean, the list can go on. The pharmaceutical companies. Uh, there's so many organizations that are based in 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 greed at the expense of human beings and souls. And that's not to say that that um, you know. I mean, some drugs keep people alive. And I mean, I've, I've got that experience in our family as well. That hadn't been for some of those drugs, but you know, the the um, uh, just rampant handing out of of other drugs that are not, you know, it, it was not a life-threatening situation. Uh, that's I, I can get off on a tangent on that, but yeah, there are plenty of <laughs> plenty of big businesses that uh, that they've already got their ticket written when it comes to um, um, paying for 
their karmic debt to humanity. But it's it would be nice to um, to make that a little bit more um, um, tangible and and publicized rather than just knowing in our hearts that they won't get away with it. Eventually, the bill will have to be paid. That's so yeah. true. And as you said, the um, those who deserve the Karma Slap Awards are far more obvious, sadly, than the ones who would deserve a Karma Clap Award. You have to dig sometimes because most, uh, so many of the organizations and people who are doing these good things are doing them so quietly and so under the radar that you really have to do the research to even find them. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the, um, we had a, a, a gal at one of our events who was working on the Wounded Warrior Project, and you know, she really taught us a lot about that and um, how it works, and that is definitely a karma clap there. Um, yes. But, they get, I mean, they do get a, a fair bit, bit of publicity, but you're so right. All of the, um, you know, the volunteers at, at animal shelters and um, – you know, human shelters for for people, you know, victims of natural disasters and all of that. Um, there are so many organizations that do work quietly behind the scenes. They just do the work, and uh, it would be nice to shine a light on them to kind it of, would. That's... you know, lift people up and and let them know that, you know, there is so much good and so much beauty in this world. But most people just don't want to focus on that, and True. you know, your your website will change that. So we completely uh, applaud and and support what you're doing. Um, as a matter of fact, hang on a sec. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> I don't get a chance to use that too often, but I think this is a good chance. <laughs> well, thank you. That was my <laughs> So um, it doesn't look like we're going to have any callers with questions, but I think you covered your material very well. And they can um, always go to your website, and we do encourage people who are listening. And we have a lot of people that listen throughout the week, um, and there will be thousands of people. So <laughs> I hope you can keep up with that because um, I think they're going to just love this idea. I would be delighted to have to put my entire family to work shipping karma cards. That's not a problem. <laughs> oh, well, um, yeah, brace yourself. <laughs> well, Darlene, this has just been delightful. It's it's such a um, you know an upbeat and positive idea. And it's been a joy to have you on the show. And I know that you're going to have great things in front of you for the uh, for the third act, as you call it, um, because you've built on positive ethics and practices um, and the principles of paying it forward. Uh, that just can be, can bring you nothing but good. And we certainly thank you. We certainly applaud you for that. So give yourself a good karma clap. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> you are so welcome. And you know when the when the ebook comes out in the next month or so, you know just um you know send us an email and we'll be sure to um follow up on the show and let people know that it's ready 
because I think that's another another wonderful tool that you're offering. I will do that. Thank you. You are so welcome. Well, this has just been a delight having you with us tonight, and we thank you so much for your time. It's been great. I've had a lot of fun. Well, keep in touch. And uh, from all of us here at Starseed Radio Academy, we thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. Until then, remember to count your blessings and live in grace. Good night, everyone. been listening to Starseed Radio Academy. Visit our website at www.starseedhotline.com.